I've always wanted to have a bakery. I've always loved baking. Um, I really wanted to do something where we could be creative, because we're families. My mom and I'm her daughter, and so having a family business was something that I thought would be a lot of fun. Um, working hard and playing hard together, and um, hopefully being successful. And um, I don't know, but it brings me joy to to feed people and to make yummy things and, and to be with my family. So all the things I'm passionate about, and I just wanted to have a bakery so that way I could make it my own and do the things the way I wanted to do it too because, you know, my rules and and, and that's, that's just it, really. Um, that's very nice. That's a nice story. Um, the second uh, question we have is, what's it like to run a bakery? Ooh, it's a lot of work. We probably work 13, 14 hours, six days a week. Um, phone calls constantly all day, emails to order cake all day, and then, you know, coming in and opening the shop and taking care of customers and taking care of business. We have to pay the bills. We have to order the food. You know, there's a, there's a lot going on. So it's, a, it's really a lot of work. It's, it's fun work. Yeah. I mean, it can be scary at times, but it also can be, like, really rewarding and, um, fulfilling. I mean, we get to make people happy and meet people every day, so. Wow. So how long did you have to go to school to get your degree to open it up? Um, actually, it depends on the school you go to. I went to a culinary school, and I did uh, the pastry arts program at August Escoffier, which was a six-month um, in-school program and then a two-month externship. So it was about eight months of school time for me. So, um, there's other places where it takes two years, four years. It really depends on the school and how much money you want to spend on going to school. Because oh, okay. I want to be a culinary chef. So. Hey, yes. go girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Um, how many customers do you get uh, weekly or like per day? Wow. Per day, it's about 125, so that's about 700 a week. Ish. Yeah, yeah, weekends are busier, so. Yeah, yeah, much busier. Um, so when you're cooking the food in this lunchtime, do you, like, just eat your own food, or, or you get tired of it and just, like, make your own food? Um, a little bit of both. Okay. I, uh, it's very convenient to cook the food and eat it here, so being a chef and being, you know, busy, it's, it's all, it's very convenient just to be able to grab whatever we have, and luckily it tastes good, so I enjoy it. <laughs> We also get to uh, experiment with new recipes and try new things, and that's always fun to eat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of eating that happens here, <laughs> which is my favorite thing to do. So. Uh, uh, um, do you hope to inspire other people by this bakery? Oh, absolutely. That would be even more of a dream come true to be able to help other people, inspire people, and. A lot of people that work for us have dreams of their own to like have their own catering companies and their own bakery someday too. So hopefully we can empower them and make them feel confident and teach them and learn from them as well because the culinary world is constantly evolving. So there's always something new to learn and, and new challenges to face. And so being able to help other people inspire them would be amazing. I would love that. Uh, so if you're like at home and you watch TV, do you have like a favorite baking show that you like to watch? I like the the Great British 
Baking one. I like the kids' baking one. That one's because they blow my mind. I'm, I, I mean, there's some things that they know that I'm like, wait, I should know that. Yeah. You know, so um, those are probably the ones that that I enjoy. But I don't have a lot of TV time, so um, when I can, I watch. I watch those. Um, so, like, this is, like, a wonderful place. It's so, it's, it's like one of those places you would see in the TV shows. So, like, what was your inspiration for, like, getting, like, a, like, a house place? Well, wow. I guess it was, it was not just our vision. I mean, we, we, it kind of, like, something we found and then grew into it because, in Leander, there's not a lot of retail spaces, especially when we were looking for it. There's a little bit more now, but mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of, like, strip malls, and paying rent is really expensive at places. So we thought if we could buy a place, um, it just made more sense to us financially to, like, own something and invest in that. So that way, if something were to ever go wrong with our business, we have kind of the equity from the house and, and our and our business to kind of help us out of the situation. But it's also, the environment is really homey, which is, yes. you know, because we're a family business and we're all about family, we have a huge family, we wanted to make it feel inviting for everybody that comes here too. So it just was kind of like one of those things that fell into our last perfect time and it just felt right. And then luckily this house had good bones and we were able to really cover all the ghost stuff and because it looked like a haunted house when we found it um and now it's it's like i think more than we could ever ever dreamed of so and what's the average life salary for a baker oh that's a good question um you know what it depends on where you live it does yes um it's not very much for a baker um, so do you, do you guys speak, uh, Portuguese? Yes. Well, not, not 100% fluent, but my dad is Portuguese, which is her husband, so, um, and my, my husband is Brazilian, so we, we practice Portuguese a lot. I, we understand it, like, pretty perfectly, um, but I always say we speak Spanglish because, it's a little bit of like Portuguese, English, and Spanish. It's like been all mixed up. That's our family. We're all mixed up. So. <laughs> um, okay. So the another question is like, when did it click for you that you wanted to open a bakery, and that was your passion? Well, it was when I was working for another person, and she was. She was not an empowering person. She made me feel really bad about myself and was never really appreciative for the things I did and just said that no matter where I worked, it was going to be like that, so I need to get over it. And I was like, no, <laughs> it doesn't have to be like that, you know? Like, So that's why another reason why we're like, let's just, just do it ourselves and let's hire people that are passionate about it and that want to, you know, love what they're doing and make them feel good about what they're doing and not put them down and... And so far, that's going well. So, yeah, it was just, I just didn't want to be unhappy doing something I love doing. And, and she's, she's got my back all the way. And she's like, well, let's just do it. So, we did. So, when you're hiring people, what are you looking for? Passion is probably the most important thing in the culinary world because it's hard. It's a lot of hard work. You're on your feet. 
you're, you can't really stop because uh, time is money and you got to work fast and efficient. So if you don't love what you're doing, it just makes your job harder. Yeah. So we look for people who really enjoy the line of work that they're, that we're in. People who want to learn, people who want to grow. Because uh, like I said before, it's, it's an industry where it's not always going to be the same. It's always going to evolve and we got to, we got to roll with it and learn from it and um, positive people more than anything passionate and positive people who aren't afraid to get dirty and work hard um whenever you bake do you like for like you said like you look for passionate people uh, do you like put your emotion to the baking because I, I I'm an artist I like to draw things mm-hmm. so like I'll draw something if I'm mad happy or sad mm-hmm. so do you, does that happen to like when you guys bake Oh yeah, it's another art form. I mean, we do cakes too, which is, is like I always say, sugar is our medium. Um, so, and, and I paint on cakes too, and there's certain cakes that we get, you know, really excited about doing, and then there's some that we don't really love as much, but we do because you know it's it's pain so our customer loves. Yeah, but the ones that we are passionate about, I mean, we get really excited. We, I mean, we put everything into everything we do, but. Um, yeah, this is something I'm very passionate about, and if it doesn't go wrong, I take it very seriously and, and try to, you know, make it better and do better the next time, so. What time do you get up to, like, start preparing everything? Four in the morning. Oh, Which is not that bad in the baker's world. Some people are in, are starting at two, but we're not, we're not doing a lot of, like, uh, scratch breads every day for, like, fresh, break, you know, bread sales, so that's... Those are a lot earlier hours, but yeah, we, we open at 6.30, so we got to bake off everything in the morning, and we have a good system, so it doesn't mm-hmm. require us to be uh, super, super, super early, but yes. Um, how long do you plan to keep your bakery running? Forever. 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 I, hope, I would love if someday my kids wanted to take on the family business or maybe have another location somewhere in a house like this and not there keep it keep it you know kind of the same um oh, what was like one of the hardest things that you like ever made and like that you like ever made like with cakes or anything mm, Esther Hazy Tour uh, you know the cartoon Vampirina yeah. on Disney Channel yeah. yeah we made like a 3D Vampirina and and I was really just nervous about how it was going to turn out and and they loved it but I felt like it could have been better and I and I just remember like not even wanting it to, to walk out the door and I was like it could have been better but we you know we we're out of time and everyone else is like oh that's great and my like, client well, loved not. it but that one that cake I guess stands out to me more than anything because I just I don't know what was the one you said you answered an Esther Hazy tort. We had a bride and groom one time who wanted someone's family's recipe. It's a German recipe for an Esther Hazy tort, which is layers and layers and layers of meringue and like hazelnut. Yeah, and it was torture. <laughs> a lot of components, a lot of time, and it was new to us, so um, you know, we, we had to figure it out. We made a practice one, and then we made the one for the wedding, and then it was delicious. It turned out delicious. So, uh, like you were talking about that other thing, how you thought it could be better. How do you deal with that 
inside most that like because that happens to me a lot and I always think that my drives could be better and I just beat myself up a lot mm-hmm. I wish I could stop doing that but how, how do you like prevent or deal with that? It's hard to prevent because there's always going to be that little voice but you have to try and just tune it out a little bit so, I mean, I always trust my gut. You, you, you should trust your gut, too. And if your gut's saying it's not right, then you be like, okay, well, how can I make it right? And then just keep working at it in different ways until you can find something that makes you feel good about um, But, yeah, that particular cake, I think I'm, I'm hard on myself, too, like, as an artist. And, and artists tend to be very critical of their own work where other people will look at it and be like, that's amazing. Um, so I, I try not to do that because I do... I, I'll be like, no, that sucks, and then no, it's great. So it's it's a constant battle. I work I work I work to better it every day myself, but I don't have the recipe for a solution as far as not listening to that little voice that's like, it's not good. Well, better. one thing you can do is try to learn from everything you do. Yeah. You know, if you made it this way this time and you didn't really like it, then try a new way the next time, and you know, just keep trying. Everything's a learning process. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you, had, if you had a cake, what's, like, your favorite flavor that you want in a cake? What's your favorite flavor? Triple chocolate sachet. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mine, I think, would be our, the sweet sand cake. And it's, like, a vanilla sponge cake. And it has fresh chantilly, which is, like, a whipped cream. And then it has a cookie sugar crumble. So it's, like... Crunchy and creamy, and it has like all the textures, and it's really light. And that's that's my favorite cake. Our sponge cakes like hard to make because I've like seen all these shows, and it's like they make it. From my what I like heard about it, they seem like it's really hard to make a sponge sponge cake, like a good sponge cake. Um, I think it takes a lot of practice, but once you get it down, then it's not hard. But I mean, I I was working with this one recipe for years before I finally mastered it. I mean, it took years and a lot of trial and error. So, like anything, you just have to practice and it gets easier. And then you can have fun with it and turn it into other things and tweak it. We've turned our our, our base fun recipe into a bunch of other different things once we got that figured out. So. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get tired of waking up at four in the morning? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, just because we're, it's new to us, so I mean, we're a year and a half open, and in a business world, that's not a lot of time um, to get your business, like, really fully operating and, like, at its maximum potential, so it's a lot of, a lot of work. Um, so there are days where we just, you know, we work late, and then we come in and work early, and I'm like, what are we, what are we doing? But... Uh, like if we're up late working on a cake or something and we're like why, why are we doing we're crazy this is crazy but then we see the look on the person's face when they pick up the cake and how, how much happiness that brought them and it's like that's why we do it and you, you know? forget that you spent most of the night working on that cake it makes it all worth it because you made your, you know you're part of somebody's special day and, and it's hopefully going to be a memory for them forever you know like a wedding when you do people's wedding cakes we've lost lots of sleep over weddings and then it's something that you get to see a picture of because photographers will send us pictures and they're, you know, cutting into their cake and feeding it and they're like, and loving, you know, in a nice moment and we're a part of that. So yeah. it's all, it feels good.
What's the biggest cake or something like that that you've ever made? Um, it was a six-tiered cake. It was nothing crazy. Like, we've never done, like, a ten-tiered, 500-pound cake, you know. Um, I'll probably be extra like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think six tiers is probably the biggest we've gone. Uh, I'm not comfortable carrying anything bigger than four tiers, so I'll, you know, once we deliver it, I'll set up the rest of it. So it's definitely challenging. Cakes are heavy. They're very heavy. So do you hear, like, kids, like, uh, come in here and then, like, do, yeah, do they come in here and, like, eat before school or, like, after school? They wish. <laughs> <laughs> they wish, no, because because it's, it's time if they would like to, I'm sure. Um, but they they do get treats from here all the time. I bring stuff home almost every day, more than I should. Um my son works for us on the weekends. He washes dishes and he gets to eat all kinds of good stuff when he works. And um, yeah, so I mean, they, they get plenty of good stuff. <laughs> do you have a sweet tooth? Yes, <laughs> I do. That's that's why I started baking this because I was pregnant and I wanted brownies all the time, and then I just kept baking and then fell in love with baking. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about you? Do you guys have sweet tooth? Oh, yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah? But I don't like too sweet things. Like, I don't like donuts, but then I can eat all the sugary things. I just don't yeah. like donuts. Yeah. <laughs> I just like donuts and ice cream. So, yeah, and the thing is, like, our family doesn't have a lot of sweet things in the house most of the time. So it's always, like, a really big deal if they like, get some sweet Yeah. I think my favorite thing that's sweet would be cupcakes. I don't know. Because, like, they're small and they're, like, little miniature cakes. Mm -hmm. And you can have it all for yourself. So, yeah. I like all those things. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, do you, like, what else do you make besides, like, cakes or you know, cupcakes? And our top selling item is quiche. Yeah. People really like quiche, and it's it's funny because we were like, let's let's make a quiche when we first opened because we wanted something savory, and now we make quiche every day, all day long, some day. <laughs> what is quiche? It sounds familiar, but um, it's like an egg pie, so it has a pie crust. Um, we make it also crustless, and we also have a gluten-free pie crust. Um, so it evolved since we, because we started with just like one kind of quiche, and now we do like nine different kinds of quiches. Um, but it's pretty much an egg pie, so we have like a potato bacon gouda and spinach onion feta. No, a you can eat it for breakfast, food. lunch, or dinner. Yeah, it's fun because you can have fun with that and do whatever. But we do lunches and soups. We do brunch on weekends. We have breakfast sandwiches, lots of cookies and pastries. So and all kinds of coffees. Yeah. What advice do you have for middle school girls? Man, be yourself. Don't listen to the, the haters around you. Just do you and do what makes you happy. Work hard. Be humble. Don't give up. If you fail, just keep trying. What about you? You got any advice? I was going to say pretty much the same thing. Just be true to yourself. Don't listen to the naysayers. Especially in middle school. Uh, it is brutal. <laughs> she writes it brutal? 